Have any of you seen Sharknado? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's so bad can it's you, good. Can you explain to me what the threat of a tornado that has sharks is that's more threatening than just a normal tornado? Shark. There uh, isn't. Besides so a shark, yeah. But, like, once if you... I think I think you may have missed the point, Jared. No, I, I, no see, I, I'm, on the, I'm in agreement with Jared here. Like, the tornado is already deadly enough. So, like, the amount of, like, damage and death it's going to do... No. Is... What? But this is sharks. This is this is what I imagine. I've never seen the movie. You're already bringing way too much logic into no, this it's, movie. No, it's not a logic thing. Like, I'm just wondering, in the movie, is the threat that... One, I could imagine it's flinging sharks around, like, like, yeah. But a shark on the ground on land doesn't seem that. But here's where you not having seen the movie or any trailers for the movie comes into play. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the mm-hmm. sharks stay suspended in the tornado. They are almost always airborne. Yes, correct. So I understand that. But if you're if so, let's say so, then the threat is you get sucked into the tornado and eaten by sharks. No, right? No, you get no. you get chomped by a shark and then sucked into the tornado. Oh, correct. they're like grabbing. How close can you be listen, to a tornado listen, without... Listen, listen, listen to me. <laughs> Again, too much logic. Okay. The, the tornado acts as a trebuchet, basically, and launches the sharks very directionally at people. The sharks seem to have control of the elements and are able to fly oh. out very specifically Correct. and like bite people's heads off. Did, yeah. sh- did, sh- did Sharknado happen because a tornado goes over water where sharks were like breeding or something? Yeah. I think that is... Yes. Yeah, it goes I over the Gulf, I think. And yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't remember the there. exact yeah. premise. Okay. Cool. I wonder, we should calculate that, whether the it, the density per meter of sharks in the uh, tornado is the sustainable. already physics... Like, there's no way sharks could be lifted out of the water in a tornado. So it's well, already a move. Yeah, that Hold seems odd. Yeah, that seems like I a... feel like tornadoes can lift cars. Yeah. And... I'm saying out of the water? Is it yeah. because they're underwater? Are tornadoes yes. not good at water? No, but water is heavy. But sharks are innately attracted to tornadoes. <laughs> okay, please. Good point, Please John. cite your sources. I don't have to. It's 2018. Oh, God. <laughs> So what do we do on this podcast, Kelsey? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. There's the intro. Yeah, it's a role reversal today. I don't want to do role reversal. Yeah, you never want to do role reversal. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> what are we doing this podcast, John? Uh, this is a podcast where we watch a bad movie and then we talk about it. <laughs> what are we doing this podcast, Mark? Hey everybody, welcome to WTBI, or What's the Big Idea? It's a podcast where four relatively smart people talk about some relatively dumb thing. We're taking home run swings in the dark on products, inventions, 
uh, anything, basically, that we can come up with, you can produce, and then we get that money on the back end. Uh, my name is Mark. I'm Jarrett. I'm John. And I'm Kelsey. Uh, and so we, today is a very special day, as we all know. Uh, John, would you like to tell us why today is so special? Yeah, absolutely. Um, today's a very special day because we are in couples, and uh, Kelsey yes, and I that are... is the word to use. That is yeah. the word. <laughs> the correct word, yes. Yeah. Kelsey and I are recording together, and today, Mark has made his worldly sojourn from the Deep South to uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, John. Hey, yeah. Could you do some more of that Deep South impression for me? Was that an impression? Was that a Deep South accent? <laughs> One more time, John? You might not have heard it the first time. I, not not really. Go ahead, John. Um, yes, this is Jillford from Crawdad. Kind of foghorn, leghorn kind of bullshit. Do you say Jillford? Yeah. <laughs> My name is Joel Jolford. <laughs> Mama got kicked by a mule right before she named me. Perhaps <laughs> that doesn't down alligator come take the papa away. Mama named me after the Jewford. <laughs> what? 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 Stunned. John, we are stunned. Why did I didn't understand a single goddamn syllable <laughs> that just came out of your mouth? I went from Georgia <laughs> to underneath the swamps in Louisiana. By you, it's by you, John. <laughs> It's For any listeners that are from this deep. So, so sorry. So, so sorry. <laughs> that was just savagely uh, biased against you, and I am I'm so terribly sorry. <laughs> All right, so we, we, we've introduced the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, let's. Yep, we've lost the remaining of the yep. listenership. Uh, so now this is just an episode for us. Um, do we have yeah. any garbage ideas? Oh, I got I got a couple, but I'm going to let everybody else go first. Okay. Anybody else with garbage ideas before John presents his garbage idea to end all garbage ideas? Nope. I might have one. Mark might have one. Go for it. On my flight here to Boston, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. I was feeling extremely sick, like nauseous and stuff. The only thing, and I don't know if this is true for anybody else that gets car sick, but the only thing that like really helps is to like roll down the window and stick your and head stick out. Your head yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> but the it problem, doesn't really work on planes. The problem with being on a plane is that you can't. You can only do that once. It's highly, <laughs> it's highly discouraged. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And also the little, the little air blower nozzle thing, it's like crank on it, and it gives you like, oh a, my god, like a cough. those things are basically a hot useless. cough. Is all that comes out yeah. of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like when somebody's sitting behind you too close and breathing on your neck. Oh. That's basically, what those <laughs> oh, things do. God. Uh, Thank you for giving me that mental picture. I mean, sometimes you do want that, so I don't want them to take those out, but we need another another device, too. All right, so what's your idea, Mark? I don't have one. I'm just saying that's a, that's a market that is yet to be filled. So you want the sensation of opening a car window and sticking your head out. Yes. But you can do it on a plane. Yes. 
Hold on. I, I think I might have some. Okay, go for it. So you, you guys know how um, uh, airbags work in cars, right? Uh. Nitrogen reaction that expands very quickly? Yeah, they, they, yeah the, the, right. The, the basic component is that they um, expand very, very quickly mm-hmm. and rapidly, and there's a big like puff of air that fills them. Mm-hmm. So what if we just make a single-use device called Breath of Fresh Air... That is basically just that uh, ejector pod, and so if you're feeling really sick on the airplane, you it kind of looks like a Santa, a, a can of sardines. Sanic. You pop it open and you get a blast of fresh air. Okay. What's the radius on that? So thing? what you're don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you take yeah an airbag, pressurized air, and you an airbag yes, you deploy it. Well, you remove the bag yeah. So it's just the air. I mean, if you remove the bag, if you don't remove the bag, you also solve the problem of feeling sick on a plane. Because <laughs> now you're unconscious on a plane. Because now you're unconscious. <laughs> also, I feel like somehow pressurized air devices would not be allowed on planes. Oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's how it pressurizes. That's not how that works. So all we have to do, really, is just change the TSA laws. John, I I like the idea, and I like the name. I don't know if... So it's in, like, you said it's in, like, a tuna can, and you open it, and opening it triggers the reaction that creates this really quick expansion of air? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You're going to get candlelit right in the face. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, so what, I guess what I'm saying is that I like the idea. I feel like there must be some other application for that technology. Yeah, it's airbags. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, have I proposed the uh, airbag for your phone idea? No. Any, I, I feel like I've heard I, it. Not on the podcast, but I think you've talked about this It before. may have been in the abandoned episode, but I'm going to bring it back up. <laughs> <laughs> the idea was that you have, uh, maybe it's in, it's built into your phone case, and I think a lot of phones have accelerometers in them, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when your phone feels that it's being dropped at a gravity acceleration, uh, mm-hmm. it will deploy the airbag. And so in, when it hits the ground, even if it's being dropped from like a pretty significant height, like a building or something... It will deploy the airbag and then protect it from the fall. This airbag would also probably be a flotation device. So dropping it in water, you know, most cases, some are waterproof. But if your case is waterproof and your phone is denser than water, you still just lost your phone. So it would be a flotation device protecting from liquid damage and from sinking into the uh, pool that you just dropped it into or the river that you just dropped it into or something like that. I like it. Um, I would totally take your phone and drop it constantly, though. <laughs> just to watch okay. it. Yes. So you just so, be friends with Kelsey. Yeah, so Kelsey's kind of a bully, which is fine. <laughs> um, so the way airbags work yeah. is when... Actually, I don't know when they deploy. Like, what tells them to deploy? I think the impact physically breaks something okay. inside the airbag. So it's due to the rapid acceleration in the opposite direction, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Does, does does this phone airbag work the same way? I th- Does it deploy right like when it senses impact? No, it deploys once it feels that it is being dropped. 
Um, so it, it can tell, I think it can tell the difference so, between... So you can't throw your phone to people ever or, again. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably true. Do you have a flashlight on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Because my flashlight is activated by moving it very quickly in a jerking motion. <laughs> yeah. Two, two shots. <laughs> okay, that's a, that's a good point, John. Okay, my, I did not know. Um, mine doesn't, I don't think mine does But. The, the flotation device thing, I think, would actually be uh, really... I'm amazed that there's not more of these products around. Like, things to just keep an object afloat after it's fallen out of a boat. Um, I do a lot of fishing with my dad. And I have lost, at this point, probably 200 pairs of sunglasses to the depths. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... I had a little device, it's called Look Who's Talking, and it's a little robot that roams uh, movie theaters, and it tases people that talk during the movie. John, if I didn't know better, I'd say I came up with this idea. <laughs> Just by the sort of content and the meanness. Can, can this, can this uh, device distinguish between talking and laughter? Yes, I, I think so. And I think also the um, uh, look who's talking when it approaches you the first time, it just gives a warning beep. It's just like beep, beep, beep. And that's how you know that you're not supposed to uh, keep talking. And then well, you have to make happens. sure that you have to make sure that the device is not more distracting than the talking it's trying to prevent. Well, <laughs> oh, I mean, yes, that in that way. Yeah. Uh, you're making the sound in my head. For, for, forgive me if I'm incorrect here, John. Mm hmm. In my head, you're making it sound like kind of cute, like it's little and it like walks around. Uh huh. Is that how you imagined it? Yeah, kind of. Okay. Um, I, I was I, imagining a flying one. But well, yeah. so Kelsey, the flying yes. would be very distracting. Well, I I think okay. Imagine uh, I think the most effective thing you could use would be. Uh, have you seen The Matrix? Yes. Do you remember those Sentinels? <laughs> In the real world, the giant octopus, octopus flying-looking oh, things. Yes. Okay, those with a selective cloak for when they're not needed, but they're able to constantly monitor sound levels throughout the theater. It's been a while since WTBI put an overly sophisticated AI into one of its devices. <laughs> I feel like it really helped a lot of our earlier inventions. It solved a lot of problems. <laughs> it does. Yep. Oh. Sorry, I had one more. It's called Colonopoly. <laughs> it's a mix of a colonoscopy and Monopoly for what? meds for medical students to learn about the colon. Oh. Anybody have any real ideas? <laughs> Colonopoly is getting cut. Um, I'd be surprised if at this point in the podcast, from the listener's perspective, we've made it past minute five. <laughs> 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 let's let's just get a feeling of how many people have real ideas. I think I have probably two. I have one or two. Okay. Mark is holding zero. up a goose egg and Kelsey also. Okay. That's fine. Um I'll I'll try one. It's not a it's not a very formed idea. I just I've been having a lot Those of are the best ones. Yeah, I've just been having a lot. I mean, it's not even an idea; it's a problem. I, it's one of a, one of the ones that I need to start with a problem. We can maybe we can figure out a solution. Um, <clears throat> I frequently have a problem with falling asleep in uh, meetings. Any 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 situation where I'm forced to sit down uh, for a long period of time, 
it's pretty hard for me to wait you have a you have a problem falling asleep or you have a problem not falling asleep i keep falling asleep and that is a problem oh okay you don't want to go to sleep. i would not yeah i don't want to fall asleep but like <laughs> i sit down and my like heart rate drops pretty significantly and i just get really tired really fast um i want a solution to this that is not a like drug chemical okay. yeah that's not like Chemical. Yeah, not a, not a drug stimulant. I don't I don't want to have to drink coffee and then be like buzzy for a while or anything like that. So standing up sometimes helps, but you can't do that in all situations. So I'm trying to figure out what can I do. You wear sunglasses that have your eyes. Okay, good. The age-old solution. Kind of a low-tech, really elegant solution that just solves all of the problem. Well, it solves it solves half of the problem. You will look awake, but if somebody calls on you, then you have to have some sort of, like, automatic response, you know, that you pre-recorded responses, basically. I concur. This is some sort of weird, like hybrid of Ferris Bueller's Day Off and... Like Home Alone and like other things. Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I have an idea. Yeah. I would like to hear it. Are these situations... Are you sitting at like a table? It's like, I imagine... Usually, yeah. Okay. Here's what... Here's what we... Here's what we come up with. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you or we all uh, invent a sort of like leg brace system... That has like a belt, okay. That you it goes on under your pants, okay. Okay, but you still have access to the belt somehow. And okay. on the on the belt, there's a switch, okay. That's like, I need to be awake. Switch, yeah. Okay, so you sit down. You're feeling, oh shit, here we go. I'm feeling sleepy. You switch it on, and what the leg braces do is they automatically just, like, start making your legs go all crazy, just, like, random sporadic movements. (laughs) But no one can tell because your legs are underneath the table. Right? And so, like, if we take a camera, we just, like, see you confident and awake at a board meeting, and then we go underneath the table, and your legs are fucking (laughs) kicking out everywhere. How close are you to other people, though? Because I feel like the people next to you would definitely notice. And also, it's not that quiet for your legs to be spasming. So maybe, so Mark and I actually went to a similar place uh, with this product. So uh, my, my idea for the title of this was standing ovation. Um, and so maybe what it does instead of making your legs spasm, it makes you stand up um, and like applaud the presenter or. <laughs> I had a similar, but maybe, I don't know. I was just imagining if you feel, you feel yourself falling asleep. And because the other person is, like, talking way too fucking long, which most people do in meetings, Mm -hmm. that you just fucking slam the table and be like, I don't know, this is bullshit or something, and say something, you know, productive (laughs) to the meeting. Because it wakes you up and everyone else up. Oh, I see. So so you want to make a job ending uh, (laughs) apparatus. Right. Well, I mean, it does solve the problem, because if you don't have a job, you won't have any meetings I to actually, sleep. Who cares who's, if you're sleeping? I do like that. Kelsey, I totally agree that acting out in some way does wake you up. Like, sometimes when I'm falling asleep, I ask a question just to wake me up. Yeah. And I like your idea, mm-hmm. John, of presenting a threat to be the stimulus <laughs> that wakes you up. I think maybe if there was some gamble where, like, if you start falling asleep, a timer comes on, and if you don't accomplish something by the end of that timer 
then oh shit, that's really good. I don't know what is the consequence. It shocks you. Mark's got something. Um, okay, so you set it up with your phone. Yeah. Right. It's an app. Yeah. Sleepy time, and you connect it to like a heart rate monitor or whatever. Yeah. Uh, If it if you're scheduled if your Google Calendar says you're I'm in a meeting. Yeah. And your heart rate starts dropping to like sleepy time heart rate. Uh, your phone is like. "Mm Mm-hmm. And you, wait, 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 wait. You oh, look nice. at it. Well, yeah. hold on. You look at it, and it has opened up your email account. And it is, it is, it has CC'd every single person in that room on the email and put some salacious oh, no. pictures attached. And it says, it, it goes, good luck. Uh, it just reads, good luck. And it gives you like a puzzle to solve on the phone. And if you don't solve it in the allotted time, a brain teaser? It, yeah, like a brain teaser. Uh, and if you don't, solve it then the email sends or if you that's, stop working oh, on it no the yeah that's good that's good i mean what if you have no salacious pictures no you have to take them when you get the app yeah that's part of the app it seems like a just a inadvertent like way to get people's naked photos I didn't you say make an naked, app that I does this salacious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you don't have to be naked for a, a picture to not be good in the like hands of your boss yeah that is True, it's I a guess, video of you doing a, a jerk off motion, or like a keg stand or something, or a line of yeah. coke. Who knows? A line of co- oh, a Jesus. line of something that may or may not be coke. All right, that was my garbage. I- well, not garbage, but that it was, was a good idea. idea. No, that was a pretty yeah, good, no, that was a good idea. idea. That was my question. I mean, our response was garbage. No, no, no. I like the idea. Well, was solid. Our responses are always I garbage. Think I think that the garbage. I think that the thing that when your phone go like buzzes, like the thing that comes after that can be variable. Maybe it's a puzzle. Maybe it's a um, I don't know, like a math problem, huh. or maybe it's maybe it's just the threat. And if your heart rate doesn't go above sleepy time heart rate before the timer comes down, then it sins. So, you know, if you need to do a puzzle, if just the threat is enough to scare your heart rate back up, or if you need to, like, start doing burpees at, the, at that moment. My resting heart rate is the exact same as my sleeping heart rate, so this is dangerous after Is me. that because you're very healthy, so, or because you sleep and you're, like, fighting in your sleep? <laughs> I don't know. She fights a lot in her sleep. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I don't move that much. <laughs> Oh, beans. Okay, I think the, I think somewhere in there we've got a good answer. So, all right. So the my like one real idea that I'm actually pretty excited about is something called pack it out, and this is basically it's a wrapping that once you take it off of the um, off of the food or whatever that is inside of it, it contracts to an extremely small, dense lump. And so it's really great for like backpacking and stuff. So after you unwrap your protein bar, your protein bar wrapper just like crumples or you can like activate it and it crumples down into this tiny little um, removable dot. So it becomes super dense. Yeah, basically. Very high density, very low volume. Yes, exactly. Just so you can store it more easily. Yeah, or so that it has, like, yeah, minimal... But also so it takes less space in a landfill. That also matters. Minimal environmental impact is the idea. I like it. I like the idea. Do we have any kind of technology that can even come close to doing that? Well, my my thought was, like, maybe maybe it's something with a... there are, right? Shoot, like like shrinky dinks. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? (laughs) Can can you explain what what this is? Okay, so you... It's like... (laughs) 
it's uh, this plastic that you can like draw stuff on and then um, oh, you put it in, the, in the oven and it shrinks <laughs> into everyone, a very hard plastic. Everyone just had a moment back to childhood there. Right. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah, shrinky um, eggs. So there is yeah. technology that does this. So but you have to apply totally heat plausible. to it. Yeah, and that was my thought too, is that it would be... Well, I don't know. Heat heat base seems bad because like stuff can get pretty warm while hiking. So maybe it's like Mark's got an idea. Well, I'm just thinking like we're applying heat to this plastic, right, to like mm-hmm. make it smaller. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just burn it? <laughs> Did you guys hear that? So I was trying to not get to the burning our trash. Uh... <laughs> yeah, because unfortunately that's super environmentally friendly. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. What if we, I was hoping. what if instead of burning it, we annihilate it? Is that better? Wait, like you, you throw some like antimatter at it? Exactly, and all we get is pure energy. So we just get tons of atom bombs. Yeah, is that dangerous? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, when people... matter eats antimatter, it's super dangerous. Oh. But is it environmentally safe? <laughs> yeah, is it environmentally safe? I mean, friendly? minus the explosion, yes, it's fine. Well, it depends, I All guess. Right, I sounds think, good. Yeah, it sounds like we got it. We got to come there, up with anti-packaging. Is there, uh, it might be radiation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, I thought it was photons. Uh, it depends, I photons. think. Photons. I thought that was all that was released. I thought there was light. Oh, yeah, yeah, Isn't yeah. Light oh. Right. And if it's just photons, now listen, <laughs> if it's just photons, why uh-huh. don't we drop bombs close to, but not over, every metropolitan <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Mark! Well, hold on, John. Hold, hold on. on. Hear me out. <laughs> how many, how many catastrophic things could have been avoided if people did not hear someone out? Every person's opinion is equal and valid and should be given full voice. <laughs> I mean, that's not true, but As, mine should. My- <laughs> <laughs> um. If the atom bomb explosion is just photons. No, an atom bomb explosion like, is not photons. An antimatter. She's talking about matter. a matter antimatter interaction. I don't think that's how atom bombs work, right? It's like a fission of Yeah, no, no, definitely not how atom bombs you sp- work. You split the atom. So, what were you talking about with photons? So, when you have a matter of a certain mass, an antimatter, you put those together and there's an annihilation. So, the matter is destroyed and the energy is released as photons. Sure. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> It's super dangerous! Because basically you're converting all mass into energy. Yes. <laughs> instead of, instead of, instead of, it's the perfect solution to the consumer-driven world. Oh, God. It, you don't need, you don't need to have that. You can just have the one reactor. But Kelsey, Kelsey, God. innovation never Where's came from asking, thing? what do we need? Right. <laughs> also, how would you get the antimatter? Seriously, where is this That was my from? question for you, actually. That was yeah, my you're, question. You're the source on, on the antimatter. So. Okay, well, theoretically, when the Big Bang was created, matter won way over antimatter. You mean when un- Jesus made <laughs> Sure. Um, <laughs> when Jesus made the world anti-Jesus lost. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Antimatter Jesus. Okay, so where do we find antimatter Jesus? So there are apparent, like theoretically, there should be some pockets of antimatter, but Jesus. like, uh, I don't know where that would be, or how you'd find it, or how you would harvest it. Because it's in the hearts of all it, men, you can't contain it because all of the things that you would use to contain antimatter are love? matter. So, good luck with that. <laughs> Does the, can we look for answers to this in the Bible? Go right ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait. 
<laughs> oh man. All right. <laughs> All right. I, I want to bring out my big gun. Okay. Uh, this is my should one. We, should we? T- my one real idea for the whole for the whole thing. <laughs> this is the, the idea that WTBI has been building to for eleven episodes. All right. I'm ready. So we um, we visited the deep web before on WTBI. Um, no, we haven't. Dark web. The dark web. Excuse me. When have we done that? <laughs> dark web was episode three. Uh, episode one, official episode. Mark, one. Mark was what? gone. Jarrett's our official historian, apparently. Yeah. What do you What do you mean? Mark wasn't around for the deep web. This was episode one, first episode. No, with Mark Kelsey. wasn't. No, Mark wasn't there. Mark I wasn't specifically there. remember we talked to some guy who was gonna give us a burger, but it wasn't. Do I don't know who Duck it was. Burger? Duck Burger Deluxe. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, I remember. Mark genuinely did not remember. I don't remember a lot of he things. He didn't remember genuinely. Dark Burger? <laughs> he does now, but I think he blacked right. out a little bit yeah, during it. Yeah, right. I destroyed my throat forever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So this, uh, this idea is the exact opposite, and this is called the shallow web. Um... And yes, it sounds silly, but just give it a second. Okay. Uh, this is the, this is a version of the internet that is essentially free of any ancillary comment sections or any ancillary information. It is the, the most base form of entertainment that you can get. So there are memes and there are pictures of puppies and. There is a lot of, like, really fluffy stuff, except nobody is allowed to comment on it, and nobody is allowed to say anything about it, and it just kind of exists in its own vacuum for your perusal. Okay. Who is this for? It's for humanity. So anyone can access it? Yes. Yes. So I can see the utility. I think that... I think I, I think my main questions are more about content. So... I can still see all the YouTube videos that I can see with normal internet, but there are no comments on any of them. You can't see all the YouTube videos, but you can see... Okay, you, only... Which ones can't you see? Don't worry about it. Um, no, I want to worry about it. No, no, there's <laughs> Which just, ones can you see? I just want to know what what is there are some, prohibited. There are some things you're allowed to see and some things you're not. So this is censored? No, that's not what I said. That is what you said. No, this is the it's, shallow way. It is... <laughs> It's, it's limited. It sounds like you have the choice to go. So this it sounds like this would be a, a tab that you drop down on your Google Chrome or Firefox or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just limits the internet that you decide to access. It, it sounds like instead of a safe for work mode, you come up with a safe for life mode. Yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it. Uh, S- SFL, yeah. Does that mean that it's only stuff that is like... It, it, this is kind of your original description, but it's only stuff that's like um, light and not nothing too serious, nothing especially informative, just like yeah, nothing of substance whatsoever. Okay. Yeah, but not necessarily. So literally, just like memes and pictures of puppies and yeah, but no sad pictures of puppies. No, just of course, no, absolutely. Not. But it's not necessarily kid friendly, um, is it? Is there still you know language and stuff or um. That's actually a very good question. Um, Probably no, right? If it's safe for life, should you always should you always come a, come away from the what is it shallow shallow net shallow web yeah shallow web shallow feeling web. like good? Do you always come away feeling like yeah like peppy and that was my original intention? Yeah, was that you just come away feeling better about things? Okay, 
So I can imagine it's not even even if that's a false sense of feeling. Right. Better. Okay. I mean, uh, what mark? Nothing. You wouldn't want uh-huh. me to say it, so I'm not gonna say it. We have SFL mode turned on the podcast right now. <laughs> oh, no. no, Mark, Mark, please. Part of the podcast is bringing criticism to every idea. No, 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 no. It wasn't even criticism. It was just going to. I was going to say that like every expression of happiness is a is a simulacrum that is transient in nature. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm feeling good. <laughs> that may be my favorite quote you've ever said. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. It's so true. It's not true. <laughs> good lord. The happiest day of my life was when I held my baby boy in my arms, but it would soon fade. <laughs> Fade into nothingness. As the boy got heavier, so did my heart. <laughs> oh my god! I can't do the Morgan Freeman voice anymore. With you all? Years passed, and he didn't seem to age, but I aged at nearly double the rate. Pretty soon we're gonna start singing Cats in the Cradle. <sighs> all joy is just a fleeting simulacrum. Was that the quote? Mm. Ephemeral, I think, was in no, I gotta get it right for my tattoo. No, it was, um, I mean, all expressions of happiness are, sim- are a simulacrum that are transient in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Very good. T-shirt. T-shirt, mug. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's true. So, trademark TM, <laughs> copyright. If you make that shirt, we get 90, 90% of that one. Except the TM, yeah. it says TM, but then there's a ellipses after that, and it says it doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Why bother? Uh, What's the point? God. Guys are a bunch of Eeyores. <laughs> All right. Well, we killed the podcast. Congratulations. We kill it every episode. I, I don't know why you're surprised at this point. I, know. Um, I think that that could work as a browser extension, though. Yeah. A safe for life mode. I do too. I mean, there's already. Is there already a. Um, I mean, there's some form of kid-friendly internet, right? Or is it just a bunch of protections? I think they tried to make an internet for kids only, but then they had to scrap it really quick. <laughs> it attracted yeah. a, um, an unsavory type. <laughs> oh, God. Nope. Can we please no. not? Let's not go down this road. <laughs> I bought a house. Nope. No, you didn't. You do not live in that particular street of this dark neighborhood, and you know no, it. but I do live in. I do okay, live sir, in you dark. live in the dark neighborhood, but you don't live on that street. Even that is too dark for you. And I was born in the darkness. <laughs> I you think the darkness is your ally. God damn it! <laughs> Moving on. Um. So I know this is a problem for me. I'm pretty sure it's a problem for Mark. Whoa. And I. <laughs> I think it's a problem for John. It's fine. And I would guess, I would also guess, I have no idea, but I would guess that it might be a problem for Kelsey. Do you all... You had my attention. Yeah. But now you have my because, attention. Yeah, okay. Do you, we all run hot when we sleep? Oh, hell we, yes. Nope. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Kelsey, no, not you, Kelsey. Yeah, Kelsey does not. Okay. Kelsey apparently. goes the opposite. I'm but. a woman. Yeah, but you're pretty muscular. I thought that was... You no, still I feel, think, I feel like... I feel like... 
This is maybe my most sexist opinion, but I do feel like women are do no, cold. No, I don't think it's sexist. I, I think know. it's I think it is a biology that is a tendency. But I just thought you as being a more muscular person. Uh, but anyway, that's fine. Um, that actually even improves my point. Yeah, please. Please tell me you have an answer for that. Well, I don't. It's another... I got a lot of problems this week without solutions that I want to workshop. That's okay. I think that's the title of my biography. I got a lot of problems. This week. So I, I know that we already talked about a cool pillow and we talked about kind of a Mr. bed. For, situation. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I was wondering if there are any... Um, there are beds that adjust firmness. Is there a way that we can take the bed and do something so that you're sleeping with in the same bed as somebody and you can neutralize the differences in body heat like they run hot you run cold but you are not bothered so, by their running hot and you're and, and, and so forth so we have water beds right those That's have true. been around since the 1980s and so how about air bed those already exist too, I think. No, 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 no. Those are air-filled beds. Oh, this is a bed of air that's pressurized air blowing you up, suspending you, and the air changes temperature. Right. It's like a wind tunnel of varying temperature. Good lord! Yeah, I don't know how you contain this to a rectangular space like a mattress. You have to be in like... Are you proposing that the air is, um, there's a grid under it, and it's it can change the temperature of any point in the grid so you can have half Correct. Um, it would have to be, it's hard because humans cool off through evaporative measures, Mm -hmm. right? Which constant wind, very fast wind is going to exacerbate. So that air is going to have to be really hot to combat. Oh, the, the like sweat loss sort of thing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It can be as fast as you want it or warm. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay. I feel that the technology is there. I think it's all about design because my main problem that I foresee is that if you're sleeping, let's say we can control this finely enough that you can get to sleep. One of the things that that, tech, that, that relies on when you're in that wind tunnel situation is, the, is your surface area, the cross-sectional surface area. So when you're doing it, you have to spread yourself out. If you were to ball up or straighten yourself in your sleep, then it's, you're going to fall down to the bottom. Unless the air pressure is adjusted very rapidly to, to keep you suspended at the same height. Does why don't make... you just have, to, to alleviate that, mm-hmm. why don't you just, like, there are um, little eye hooks at, like, four corners. Okay. And you just have, like, wristlets and, and anklets that chain to the eye holes. And so you're just spread out. You can't. <laughs> you can't move from that. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> so, have you guys all seen Stranger Things? No. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mark, but you know about sensory deprivation chambers, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I really, like, I think one of the, like, most soothing moments for me in a TV series ever was when they were using the sensory deprivation tank, and so... What if you had basically like some sort of like very gelatinous cube that you could lie down in and you would sink into it and it would be basically like in direct contact with all of your skin and would do like heat exchange and oxygen exchange with your body to make it like the right temperature, like right oxygenation levels, and you would also be in complete silence. You better really hope you're not claustrophobic. 
Well, that's the thing, John. You just said a little while ago that you have claustrophobia. I'm really surprised that you find the, the yeah, idea same. of a sensory deprivation chamber comforting because it, it's kind of closed <laughs> in. No, I'm not saying a, it's... So the uh, sensory deprivation chamber gives me the feeling of infinity as opposed to oh. the feeling of being closed in. Very interesting. Which is why I don't mind that. Do you think it would still uh, do that if it was a gel and not a liquid? I think a gel would be very relaxing, but maybe just like a very viscous water would be. I, yeah, I, I would go with viscous water. I think, I think what, because I think that I still want the customer to have freedom of movement on the bed or in the bed. Oh, yeah. So yeah, maybe yeah, if we yeah. have a liquid that maybe it's saline, so they're very buoyant and also oxygenated. I think that's what you were saying. So that if they were to go mm -hmm. under the water, they're not going to stop breathing. There is liquid. Like, is that right. fictional? Is that just from a movie or is that a real thing? It's know. just from a movie. I don't know. I don't think that's a real thing. I've, I don't think that's a real thing. Well, it's I, I think it might be. Does anybody feel like Googling this? Anyway, let's just say it is. Ox is, that, is that the new name of our podcast? Does anybody feel like Googling this? Yeah. That's a pretty good podcast, actually. <laughs> Does anybody? Yeah, that would be a pretty good title for a podcast. Uh, all right. So you had a, Jared, you had an idea that you wanted to talk about. Was that it or did you have something different? That was one of them. Um, my other one is not very formed either. <clears throat> and also, it kind of suffers from the fact that the thing that it references, I'm not sure if it actually is getting into the episode that we <laughs> talked about it. I think it probably will. Um, it's more up to you, John. But <clears throat> talking about your schooling when you were growing up. <laughs> your rhythm me? Oh, sorry, Waldorf. Yeah. Waldorf. Yeah, yeah. What is your rhythm me? That's the special dance thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was thinking about that quite a bit, and I know a few teachers up here. Um, and I talked to them about that, not you specifically, but that like, <laughs> concept. <laughs> and I realized, I kind of remembered and realized that I have a lot of pretty strong opinions about teaching methodology and like early school, early age schooling. And okay. I was trying to come up with a new design for, for, for early age schooling, like up like until... Like school. Yeah, I called it Jarrett School for Youngsters, but we could also call it WTBI School. I mean, what's the big idea is a good name for a school. That is a good name for a school, or like a schooling method, because Waldorf is a series of schools, right? Yeah, it's a central philosophy by Rudolf Steiner, but is, yeah, uh, yeah there are a number of schools around the United States and the world. Yeah, so maybe the philosophy is the WTBI philosophy, but I mean, the the stuff I would say about it is pretty real, like... I, I feel like school early age school could really benefit from instead of going specific to general, which seems to be how it happens. Like you learn very specific knowledge early on in school, like dates and facts. And then you go to general where I never really was 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 educated in like ideas of inductive or deductive reasoning until mm -hmm. after college, which, you know. I didn't necessarily, I was never necessarily going to get to. So I feel like flipping it and like really focusing on problem solving, uh, deduction, question asking, model building. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. Because kids ask a lot of questions. Like they're already the world's best scientists. Yeah. And then, and then later I've, I've always found that when I actually want to know something, I retain the knowledge a lot better. Like when I'm asking a question because I need to know to solve a problem, I retain the knowledge a lot better than if I'm just given arbitrary knowledge. Like this right. is when George yeah. Washington was born or this is right. how many. 1998. 1998. 
Is that what you said, Mark? Is that wrong? <laughs> I'm sure there was a George Washington born in 1990. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, I really like the idea of starting um, deductive and logical reasoning very early. And kind of that before yeah. you get into mathematics and stuff like that. Just like basic decision making and kind of like rational thought and I, I understand that some people believe that those things are kind of tied together like learning mathematics kind of leads you to logical reasoning but um, starting from that basis as opposed to memorization I think would benefit like the populace so much like if everybody came Especially out of kindergarten now, because yeah. we live in an information age where you can easily access any fact on the internet at any time yeah or non-fact well you know what i mean but that, that's where yeah. that's where reasoning would Deductive come in reasoning yeah you'd be in. like yeah. this is right. clearly a false statement exactly right. yeah. and, I, and i do think that there's some challenge with like class sizes and i think it's a lot easier to tell 30 kids at once that george washington was born in 1998 than it is to go through <laughs> yeah. identifying a problem and identifying the steps to answer that problem right yeah um but i i, I still think there's a lot of benefit to flipping that uh, order like yeah I'll actually say one of the like major benefits of Waldorf as a school not that I in any way want to represent that I support that schooling system or anything but one thing that I remember that I appreciated as an adult was that they allowed us to do stuff like play uh, like very early on uh, one of our things was uh, guided like capture the flag sessions but it was very ornate. Like, it wasn't just, like, run at each other and try and get the flag. Like, people, like, broke off into, like, groups and were, like, hiding in the underbrush and army crawling up to get the, the flag. And other groups were intentionally, like, sacrificing themselves to uh, distract the enemy team. John? Yeah. I, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Jared and I came up with, came up with something Maybe. at the same time that's yeah. probably the same thing. So he's going to write something down on his phone. <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question. Oh, um, God. Okay. Go it's probably not the same, but go ahead. It might be. Maybe. Is your real name Andrew Wigan? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Wait, Top is that line. what you were getting Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, that's awesome though. That sounds that sounds really I wrote down Ender's Game Childhood. Oh gotcha. Anyway. I like that yeah, I do like the idea of like gamifying like a lot of learning through games and um strategy and like tactics just for identifying problems like why is this not working? Why aren't we winning? How can we go about solving it? That sounds yeah. fun. Anyway, that's all. We can we if, can if if we have a school. Yeah. I want to be a teacher who wears all black all the time. And okay, Snape. Yeah, I almost wrote Snape on my phone, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, really criticizes, hones in on one child for some reason. <laughs> but his, but well, his I spoiler that, alert... I know that their dad yeah. stole my girlfriend. Yeah. It's my a kid, yeah, it's a kid whose both, both of his parents are dead. Uh, all black. <laughs> all black. Um, I, like, scowl at kids a lot yeah. in the hallways. Uh, I tell them to, like, behave themselves. Yeah. Um, but, like, no uh -huh. one's sure what the fuck I teach. Like, <laughs> no one's ever taken a class from me. Ever. Snape. Um, 
Do then, kids come to your classroom at any point? So here's the thing. When they do, this will be like late middle school, early high school at okay. some point. Uh, when they do, they're like, what do you teach? And I'll be like, I'll like close the book that I'm reading. I'll be like, what do you want to learn? And then fucking I just get more and more students because they yeah. keep telling them about our free form, like awesome class time. And but, but when uh, the, t- the tra- word travels around the school and more and more kids are attending Mark's lectures, I, qu- I did air quotes, <laughs> and um, like they're spending all of their time in this class and like other, they're like not going to their other classes and then they come out and they like really feel very confident about their knowledge. But then Mark just started a cult. Well, well, he he has a he has a huge following. <laughs> That's true. But then like another teacher, like other teachers come to the class and they get to the class and Mark is just like saying things like George Washington was born in 1998. He's just like spreading <laughs> like these really like none of it is real. It's lies. Oh, People geez. are wondering how can he have so much knowledge in so many different fields that he can like field all the questions that the kids have, and the answer is that he's lying <laughs> all of the time. <laughs> well, lying is such a subjective thing, right? Like history is what you create it to be. No one has ever said that. <laughs> That's not a tagline. <laughs> so what you're saying is that the year of George Washington's birth is subjective. Uh, the. The birth of a George Washington is subjective. I see. And who you decide to call the founder of your nation, you know, it's subjective. It's subjective. Not my founder. Oof. Let's do products by association. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to Products by Association, where we come up with products by generating random two-word phrases and then uh, basing products off of them. Mark, would you like to read them today since you're sick and I can take over? Ooh, I would. Ready? Yes. Your first phrase is sweet vest. And sweet vest. Sweet vest. And accept tray. Sweet vest or accept tray? Accept? Accept tray. Mm. Sweet vest, I feel like. You know, like when you're um, hiking and you have like those water packs? Oh, like, like a camelback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is full of like sugary, sugar water and some sort of electrolytes shit. Oh, shit. So this could be like a guy who walks uh, fairly popular hiking trails. The sweet vest man. Wait, you drink from his vest? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> that, that's true. That that breeds a lot of imposters, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I also, mean... I was envisioning it being more useful for people who need... Like, oh, it's a personal use? Yeah, personal use. You wear a vest that has sugar water in it. I, I agree. I think that's what it is. I did want to tell uh, one more Waldorf story related to... <laughs> Uh, this particular thing. Um, so we didn't really... I guess we did celebrate Christmas. Um, so during this Christmas fair, there was a man named the Pocket Man. And this man had a vest that was uh, divested with many, many pockets. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Hundreds, you might say. Oh, no. And you could pay the man... Oh, no. To reach into a pocket. No. 
and get a prize. So oh, this no. leads us pretty precisely into our next two sets of words. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad that we have to include all of that, so go ahead. <laughs> our next two uh, sets of words are play pocket and butterhole. <laughs> All right. Well, those are just. Them. I swear I to God, you just made that I up. Can't, I can't. I didn't hear the second oh one. I swear to God. Play pocket and what? Butterhole. They're just. Those are synonymous, right? They're right here. I. They were up I, here. Yeah, they're here. He's right. I did not make those up. <laughs> okay, you just killed John. I just hope you guys know that. Oh no. Oh no, he's dead. He's dead. All right, I would like, I would intentionally like to work with Butterhole and try and make it something not what it obviously is. I think we need to unpack you thinking it's obviously anything, John. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is. All right, uh, I do sure. too. All right, so let's okay. start with, um, let's start with Mark. Okay, it's a ramekin. Yeah. That has a removable bottom. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. It's a what? A ramekin. God, I don't. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. It's a ramekin. Uh huh. That has like a. It also has like a little. Uh, That's the small. A little, little plateau in the middle, like a little tiny bunt pan. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. But you can remove with the a bottom. hole in the middle. Yeah. So you're just left with like a, a butter hole. You, you put butter in, you remove the bottom, you're left with the butter hole. Okay. A I hole see. Butter in, butter out. So I you hold the ramekin by the outside. And then you take a piece of corn, and you just... <laughs> oh, I see. God damn it. If, if it's not clear to John and Kelsey or the listener, Mark's doing a very slow motion with both of his hands. Yes, I can uh, Also with, like, imagine. a weird piece of corn. Is from that the... not how you hold corn? <laughs> <laughs> you can't put your fingers inside the corn. Um, Theoretically, this is a good idea. No, 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 Kelsey. <laughs> don't, don't you encourage him. Because Listen, I like all of my corn of the cod to be perfectly buttered. I do, boy. too, but I don't understand how sticking your corn through a hole that has butter <laughs> around it but not touching it. Like, is there butter touching the corn? Yeah, butter has yes. to be touching. Oh, so so, the, but no, it sounds like Wait. there's a. It sounds like the it's the thing. Ignore the bunt pan thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's just Mark. I have a very important question. Yes. Which part is hot? The fuck what? are you talking about? Yeah, you don't want gelled up. You want your butter to be warm, I suppose. Is yeah? Is the ramekin and the no. corn hot? Is, are no, both of no, them no, cold? Just using no, the, the ramekin to make if a the corn's hot, shape should of be the butter, enough. and then you put your corn through the hole. Uh-huh. And it melts the butter. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we simplify this? Why yeah. don't we simplify the description? No, hold on, Mark. Keep going. Oh, John needs you to finish. <laughs> <laughs> we made Mark uncomfortable again. The, no, I'm just trying to edge John. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. You Why can't this can. happen when I'm not in the same room? <laughs> This yeah, this is why we have to record on the four different like points of the earth instead of being together. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay, so so I, I think a different description would just be this is a maybe um a little hoop with maybe a diameter of let's call it five inches. 
okay. and it's constantly drizzling butter into the interior of that, and then you can pass a cor- piece of corn through it. Uh-huh. Is that right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't do this for you, John. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I don't know how Kelsey feels about it. I don't know how I feel about it. Uh huh. <laughs> um, can I do one? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna do one just because I I want to try it. Sure. All right. Don't look at it, Mark. Uh, okay. Let's try quickest badge, quickest badge, and lock knot. Lockknot is sort of self-explanatory, I feel. I mean, it, it is, but it's still a really good thing. It's a lock nut, but in lock, but in knot form. What's a lock what nut? So a lock nut is basically you have a a bolt, um, a washer, and a nut, and the the when you put the nut and the washer together and tighten them down on the bolt, it's really almost impossible, but super duper hard. To get them to reverse. That's good. So a lock, a lock knot is just that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but not not so complicated. You just tie a knot and it stays locked like that forever. Permanent. But a, 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 this is this is the thing about a knot, though. A knot, theoretically, everyone has the key to. A lock, only you have the key to. So a knot that only you can untie. Isn't that what a lock knot is? Could be. Sounds like some Kingdom Hearts shit. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it requires DNA. Um, a DNA or, you know, there could still be a physical key to the knot, yeah, 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 but it's yeah. like, it it's like, um, DNA. because it's like it a, it's like, hand, sure. yeah, it could be it's a hand, could a be a thumbprint, could be, a, an activation code or key code. Yeah, but right. I think the difference between this and a knot, a lock, a normal lock is that the, the knot is a piece of string or rope or something and you can kind of attach it to whatever you want. Oh, that's nice. It's a universal security device essentially yeah Ooh, i like that is that it are we done did we just figure I mean, the whole thing out i i think we need a little detail on how it would work so you have this you have this thing it looks like a length of rope yeah what's you let's, can, let's, like, let's you can change the persistence length of it let's yeah let's start from let's start <laughs> right, from <laughs> what is the next thing that one of us is going to have to lock up just pick a thing my bike so yeah, I think bike is good because it's a very flexible like like you you have a bike and you need to tie you need to attach it to something. Um right. so the, so instead of having like a kind of laborious uh chain that also has a lock at the end of it, you just have a a, a small rope and then you tie it and I like this too because you know a lot of bike thieves are like creative about stealing your shit, but if you have a rope, it's a lot easier to like very securely Intertwine tie it. your shit yeah. Yeah. up. Right, so you, you can yeah. loop it through the frame of the bike and the back wheel and the front wheel, and then you just tie right. what looks like just a normal bow. And for you, it's as easy as pulling a string to unlock it. Ooh, but whenever nice. anybody else pulls that, it gets tighter. It's immov- yeah, it's immalleable. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, do we just want thumbprint technology for the pulling, or do we want... um? Something, something more creative. I mean, safe words are always good. I mean, code words are always good. <laughs> Wait, were you th- envisioning this for sex? No. <laughs> They're talking about sex rope. Oh, sex rope. Okay. Well, it would work. You know, I would swear that only, <laughs> only a few episodes ago, John was really resilient to turning things into sex things. And yet... <laughs> 
<laughs> it feels as almost. That wasn't his fault. It's all it my fault. As, that was, it Kelsey. was Kelsey. Was it you? This is literally every single time it's been oh, me. Okay. I feel like it, his his inability has been transferred to me. <laughs> Mark, do you want to take it back over? Do you want to do a couple more? Okay. Uh, um, let's you see. can regenerate. Oh, okay. Uh, we're gonna go. This is gonna be rapid fire. Everybody ready? Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, we'll we'll say pass if we don't like it. All right. Uh, and I'll just do one at a time. How about that? Cool. Cool. Um, trousers bell. Trousers spell. Tra- trousers bell. Oh, trousers oh, bell. Bell. All right. So this is a um, this is a device that tells you if your pants are sagging. Um, mm. And so basically, it, it like detects the like stiffness of your waistline, and if it gets too loose, I guess, then uh, it starts clanging, and it's like a very loud like klaxon from a like a warship. Good. I was imagining just like a bell you wear on your trousers so that you can't lose them. Yeah, I was thinking one of those for my wearing. fucking wallet. I would be over the moon. You, you can't. Hold on, Kels. You, you're gonna wear a bell on your pants so you don't lose the pants that you're wearing. No, you know, like, you take off your pants immediately when you get home. You know, you, t- you, you get to work, you take your pants off. <laughs> you forget where you put them. You get real comfortable. So, but but I guess... I guess Is it a bell you can activate from outside yes, of the pants? That's don't important. pants just walk around on their own? Cause, wait, what? <laughs> No, no, no! If you, if let's say you left, let's say you come home. I don't know what you, kind of fucking Mary Poppins ass world you're living. Our house is a nightmare. You come home, you throw your pants off. It's just bed knobs and broomsticks all over the place. You, t- you come home, you take your pants off, you throw them over on the couch, and you hear the bell ring, but you don't care. But then later, you're like, "Where are my pants? I wish I could activate that bell." How do you like hear the bell? How do you find out where your pants are if the bell's on the? I pants? think you shout. What was the phrase? Trouser bell? Oh, a resonant frequency. So it's okay. like a voice activated thing? Sure. Or, or you spell. just shout trouser bell as you run around your house searching for your <laughs> pants. And then when you're like not at work, when you are at work and other people know you're wearing trouser bell, then they just keep shouting trouser bell and your pants <laughs> right. keep going off. Yeah. All right. Next, next word. Grandfather fuel. <laughs> Brought to ah, you by whiskey. the makers of that is <laughs> Father Champagne. It no, that definitely whiskey. is whiskey. Yeah, it is. It is from the makers of Father Champagne. Yep, but that is whiskey. Grandpa, Grandpa fuel whiskey or scotch or scotch. Scotch is disgusting. But grandpas like scotch. Do they? I don't know. Feels like it. Who has a grandpa? Everyone has a grandpa. I've never had a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> it's not possible. You don't know me. You don't pour my cereal. <laughs> the next wow. one is hands vacation. <laughs> hands vacation. I take no. Yeah, I can think of something, but you may not want to know what it is. I don't know. We, nope. we, Jared and I both both just like threw one hand up. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Really? Is, yeah. Go. What is it? Hands vacation. You don't. Go ahead. Tell us so, what. Oh well, uh, since I'm already on this bender, I might as well. <laughs> so, it's just uh, you know abstaining from <laughs> jerking it. Oh, <laughs> you you're overworking your hands. It's to prevent the carpal tunnel that we're surely set in because of your over jerking. So you mm. gotta go on a hands vacation. <laughs> yep. yep. But that sounds. I, I feel like vacation should be pleasant. Oh, it is. Is this a different device that allows you to go on a hand vacation without the negative consequences? 
don't understand how I'm the one who brought that to a screeching halt. Uh, oh next phrase, Mark. Cracker boys. Cracker boys? Cracker boys. Whoops. Pass. Pass, 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 pass. I think the cracker boys work at the cracker barrel or like. Thank they... you. Gosh. But it's. Oh, or they're never. at a baseball yep. game. Oh, yeah. Is that what those are called? No, I, I figured like out what they jacks? use instead of a, yeah. during a hands vacation. What? I figured out what they what use. What do they use? <laughs> no, maybe this one. I don't know. Or maybe this oh, one. No. Uh oh. There's a whole bunch one. of them. Say that one. Oh, you have to say them one. out loud. Uh, neighborly sponge? <laughs> oh, God. Brought to you by the. Was it neighborly juice? That. Oh, yeah, neighborly juice. <laughs> Boy, we've invented a lot of things. No, that was another product spice FC. I mean, thing. still. It was. I need to do something. I need this 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 website and other websites are biasing our products too much. There's just like a lot of recurring words. Mm -hmm. I want John, can you pull up a completely independent random word generator? And Mark, can we pull up one over here? One word. Um well we'll each give a word. Yeah. Sure. We've only got four minutes left anyway, so we can do like two of these and then we can peace out. Cool. I'm going to go deep in the web. I'm going to go past the first page of Google results. Okay. We can stay on the first page. You're going to need to archive. Nope. Don't click on that. It's a scientific article. <laughs> <laughs> Linda.com. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's a video. <laughs> This is what happens when you go into the deep darkness of the Google search. Here we go. All okay. right, I'm just going to go up and down, up and down. Is there a way to refresh this? No, because it's all the same. All right. All right. Uh, Mark, why don't you give the first word, and John, with no hesitation, the second. Yep, mine's ready to go. All right. Hostel. Cousin. Hostel cousin. <laughs> Just a person, well, but yeah, it could be. Um, Sounds like my cousin, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I don't you, have Matt. a direct cousin, so it could be um, not a problematic cousin, but a cousin. Like this is a this is something you get paired up with in a youth hostel. Yeah, I was gonna say this is Airbnb, but for related family. Oh, I see. You own okay. So like, you like can only stay at your like your yeah, so distant you, relatives. Yeah, house. so you go on Airbnb.com and it's linked up with Ancestry.com, and so anyone everybody, in your family tree. Everybody has to get genotype for like seventy five percent of our products. <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's true. Hey, we're building for the future, Mark. Yep. Okay, let's You're try. Not wrong. Let's try another one. Okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one, oh. go. Far. Throat. Far throat. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I want to know what that is. Our throat. First, we have to figure out what the near throat is. This is a, an application for... Um, Throwing your voice? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That, yeah. I guess that would be the best one. Wait, what, yeah. what were you going to say? I was going to say communication overseas, but I think throwing your voice is much better. Both yeah. of them actually can, work pretty well. Can, could we get 
I don't know about throwing your voice. Throwing your voice, I think of as it doesn't sound like you made the sound here. It sounds like you made it over there, mm. yeah. as opposed to projecting your voice, which is just speaking louder. Mm -hmm. I feel like for qu quiet spoken people, if we could get a little thing about the size of a um, a, a patch that you see sickness patch, attach it to your throat, and it amplifies the sound. Like a for thaumaturgy patch. Yes. <laughs> Really? <laughs> we yes. made another D&D &D item. <laughs> we did. Yep. Um, but yeah, for, for, for quiet spoken people who want to do public speaking or just be heard in meetings uh, so they're not spoken over, things like that. All right, one more? Sure. Go for it. Fling. Learned. That's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another one. Ready? Welcome. White. No. <laughs> Why don't we just call that um, everything from 1920 to 19... <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. No, you're not wrong. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. What? All right. I really didn't think this was gonna happen. We can go back to Fogelman. It's interesting that yeah, like, like true randomness I mean, is. We really funny. need to go. Yeah, you do so. need to go. Let's close it out. All right. Yeah, Mark. Mark, why don't you sign us off here? Okay. Uh, you can leave before. Oh no, I guess not. Okay. Um, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of uh, What's the Big Idea or WTBI. Uh, we very much appreciate it. But if you have any questions or products that you'd like us to talk about, feel free to drop us a line. Um, probably the easiest way to get in touch with us would be at our email, which is thewtbipodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, if you are on the Twitter, uh, we are uh, at thewtbipodcast. Also, feel free to text me at... Nope. <laughs> God, don't I'll answer it. 576 is fine. Very lonely. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> if you could, uh, please, we, we enjoy that you listen, but if you could tell basically anybody at least see, 10 people yeah no just anybody just tell them to google wtbi podcast and we'll be the first one basically the first few results put us in um, their ears put us in your friends ears um yeah i think that does it for everybody unless anybody else has any business nope uh yeah thank you everybody my name has uh, well my name is mark and we'll continue to be that for the next two weeks, my name is Jarrett. <laughs> um, according to the ledgers on Staten Island, I am John. <laughs> and I'm not. just fucking Kelsey. Just fucking Kelsey. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. This has been WTBI. What's the big idea? Uh, have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Bye.
stopping the recording. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah, we want to do a, a do we want to do a personal a you and me outro? Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a Mark and Jared <laughs> outro. I don't know what we're gonna talk about. I also don't know what we're gonna talk about. <laughs> Maybe we can do a. Can you? Is there like just chat? Are there chat rooms for Discord? Just like chat rooms, anybody can join. Mm-hmm. Could do that. Just tell them. I'll just be the surrogate speaker, and I'll tell. I'll just say whatever they say, and you can speak to them. And then that'll be a podcast thing. Are these Portuguese pigs? I thought you were making a speaker for the dead. Reference. Oh no, no, no! I haven't read Speaker for the Dead. Oh. Is it good? No. It seems like it all gets real religious. Mm. Like <laughs> I read, I read up until the point where there were uh, pigs who spoke Portuguese, and then I, I got stopped. to the Portuguese part, and I stopped. Um, Nothing against the Portuguese. <laughs> or I pigs. Or pigs. <laughs> not separate. Always separate. <laughs> Do not bring them together. It's not God's way. <laughs> it's not God's way. That's our new... Here's our post, post-podcast post segment called It's Not God's Way. <laughs> Whenever this goes up, you're going to get a text from John and Kelsey being like, Hey, um, we noticed that the runtime... <laughs> Six hours? (laughs) Would you care to elaborate on why that might be? It seems like you did another podcast after the podcast. (laughs) Of which we weren't a part? (laughs) Like a really judgmental, like, I don't, I don't, I I just feel like there are a lot of opinions expressed in the later half of the podcast that I don't necessarily agree with. (laughs) I'm not really sure why you decided to edit it the way that you did. This very uh, easily could have been posted somewhere else. <laughs> this is where we get to jumpstart our own separate podcast. Right. Uh, all right. Good outro. <laughs> <laughs>